Hi, are you tired of feeling overwhelmed by the pressures and expectations of modern womanhood? Do you long for a deeper understanding of what it means to be a virtuous woman? Our course, Becoming a Virtuous Woman, Lessons from the Proverbs 31 and Titus 2 and 3 through 5, offers a unique opportunity to explore timeless wisdom while growing as a woman of faith. While engaging video lessons, practical exercises, and thoughtful reflection questions, this course will help you to cultivate important qualities like faithfulness, generosity, and wisdom, and discover how to apply these lessons to your daily life. Whether you are a young woman just starting out on your journey or a seasoned pro looking to deepen your faith, this course is for you. We'll dive deep into the scriptures of Proverbs 31 and Titus 2, verse 3 through 5, and explore what it truly means to be a virtuous woman. You'll learn how to strengthen your relationship with God while also growing as a woman. So join us today and begin your journey toward becoming the virtuous woman you were meant to be. Have a good day. Hey, so this is the beginning of our course. This is an introduction to virtue. So in this course, we are going to discuss the importance of virtue. Virtue is a quality of moral excellence and a righteousness that is highly valued in the Bible and in many cultures throughout history. It encompasses a range of positive characteristics and habits such as honesty, humility, kindness, self-control, preservance, uh, among other things. And in the context of the Bible, virtue is often associated with godliness, as the scripture teaches us that a person who fears God and lives according to his ways is always considered truly virtuous. Throughout the course, we will explore the concept of virtue in more detail and learn how to cultivate the various virtues that are outlined in Proverbs 31 and Titus 2, 3 through 5. We will also examine the biblical foundation for virtue and the, its reverence for our lives as women, wives, mothers, and homemakers. By the end of this course, we hope that you will have a deeper understanding of what it means to be a virtuous woman and, a, and have practical tools to help you live out these virtues in your day life. Now, I am Nicole Archer, the creator of this course and I just want to thank you once again for joining in. I will have an assistant of mine assist me. Um, she's been a great friend of mine many years um, and in some courses you may hear her uh, bring out some of the information as well. Um, I hope that she is able to edify your spirit and I thank you so much for joining in and I look forward to working with you ladies. You have a great day and let's begin. The second module of our course we will discuss is the virtue of faithfulness. The virtue of faithfulness is a foundation, a foundational virtue that is essential for all aspects of life, especially in relationships with God and with others. Faithfulness means being loyal, dependable, and trustworthy in all circumstances, regardless of what challenges or temptations we may face. In the context of Proverbs 31 and Titus verse 2, three through five, faithfulness is emphasizing as a key characteristic of the ideal woman. In Proverbs 31, verse 10 through 12, the virtuous woman is described as one who is trustworthy and loyal to her husband. She does, does him good 
and not harm, harm all the days of her life. In Titus verse 2, 3 through 5, Paul instructs older women to teach younger women to be faithful to their husbands, children, and households, and to honor God through their conduct and character. Faithfulness is also a central aspect of our relationship with God. In the Bible, God is described as faithful, and he calls us to be faithful to him in return. This means by being obedient to his commandments, trusting in his goodness and provisions, and remaining steadfast in our faith even in times of trials and hardships. To cultivate the virtue of the virtues of faithfulness, we must first recognize that it is a gift from God. We must also be intentional in developing habits that promote faithfulness, such as being truthful, fulfilling our commitments, remaining loyal to our relationship, and we must also resist temptation and choose to honor our commitments even when it's difficult at times. Ultimately, the virtue of faithfulness is essential for building strong and healthy relationships and for faithfulness for our purpose as believers. By the by being faithful to God and others, we reflect our character of God and demonstrate our love for him and for our neighbor. And we all know that, you know, faith without works is dead. So we have a certain level of, of standards that we have to carry ourselves in to be an example of, you know, what to demonstrate our faithfulness, being faithful means that you absolutely believe what the Most High is asking you to and that you're going to do that with your actions. So at this time, I'm going to turn it over to my assistant. I thank you so much for your time, and I look to meeting up with you in the end. Have a good day. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Module 3 of Becoming a Virtuous Woman course. Um, so today we are going to discuss the virtue of diligence, the virtue of diligence. The virtue of diligence is an important virtue that is essential for achieving success and excellent in all areas of life. Diligence refers to as a consistent and persistent effort to achieve goals or complete a task, even in the face of obstacles and challenges. In the context of Proverbs 31 and Titus verse 2, 3 through 5, diligence is emphasized as a key characteristic of the ideal woman. The Proverbs 31 woman is described as one who will work with willing hands and is diligent in providing her household. Proverbs 31 verse 13 through 15. And in Titus verse 2, 3 through 5, Paul instructs older women to teach the younger woman to be diligent and managing her household and caring for her family. Diligence is also emphasized as part of scripture. In Proverbs 10 verse 4, it is said that lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands brings wealth. Similarly, in Colossians verse 3, 23 through 24, we are instructed to work heartily for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord we will receive the inheritance of our reward. To cultivate virtues of diligence, we must work 
we must be intentional in the settings, goals, and working toward them consistently and persistently. We must also be willing to work hard and to preserve through obstacles and challenges. Diligence is required is is also a required discipline and self-control as we must resist the temptation to be lazy or to give up when things get difficult. Ultimately, the virtue of diligence is essential for achieving success and excellence in all areas of life and for fulfilling our purpose by for for fulfilling our purpose as believers. Uh, by being diligent in our work and relationship, we reflect the characteristics of God and demonstrate our love for him and for those around us. Being diligent is essential to building character. We have to understand that our people have lived many years and, and we've lived through many different tragedies and, and struggles. So it is important for you to understand that life is is going to be about struggle. Nothing is ever simple. Even through childbirth, we bring forth, brings us pain. And that's a beautiful thing. So I just want you to, you know, meditate on understanding that you are going to experience things that you might not like and you have no control over them. So you have to learn to accept things that you cannot change and, and just and, and just strive through it. The Bible says that uh, he who, you know, who struggles till the end, we have to we have to be diligent till the end of time and time is still here. So we have to be patient and we have to learn that we don't we're not controlling anything. Everything is in God's time and it's his final say over everything. Have a good day. The next virtue we are going to discuss in module four is the virtue of wisdom. The virtue of wisdom is an important virtue that emphasizes through, that is emphasized throughout scripture. Wisdom can be defined as the ability to make wise and discerning decisions, to apply knowledge and understand practical solutions, to live in accordance with God's will and ways. And in the context of Proverbs 31 and Titus verse 2, 3 through 5, wisdom is emphasized as the key characteristics of the ideal woman. Proverbs 31 is described as one who will speak with wisdom and faithful instructions. Proverbs 31 and 26, while Titus 2 verse 3 through 5 instruct this older woman to teach women to be self-controlled, pure working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands that the word of God may not be reviled. Wisdom is also emphasized in other parts of the scripture. In Proverbs verse 4 through 7, it is said that the beginning of wisdom it is said that the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom, and whatever you get, get insight. Similarly, similarly in James verse 1 verse 5 we are instructed to ask God for wisdom knowing that he will generously give it to us to cultivate the virtue of wisdom we must first seek to grow in our knowledge and understanding of God's word and to apply the knowledge to practical situations in our lives we must also seek to live in accordance with God's will and ways and to make him wise and discerning and to make wise and discerning decisions that honor him and reflect his character Practical ways to, to cultivate this virtue of wisdom includes reading and studying the Bible regularly, seeking counsel of wise and goodly mentors, 
practicing the discernment in decision-making, and cultivating a heart of humility and teachability. We, mu- we should also pray for God's wisdom and guidance and trust in his faithfulness to lead us along the path of wisdom and righteousness. Ultimately, the virtue of wisdom is essentially for living a life that honors God and brings glory to his name. By cultivating the virtue of wisdom, we can grow in our knowledge and understanding of God and become more effective in fulfilling his purpose for our lives. Thank you so much for tuning in and I am going to turn it over to my assistant. You guys have a great day and I will see you later on. All right. So module five is the virtue of hospitality. The virtue of hospitality is an important virtue that emphasizes throughout the scripture. Hospitality can be defined as welcoming and providing the needs of others, particular strangers and guests. It involves showing kindness, generosity, and love toward others. And it reflects the characters of God in our interactions with them. In the context of the Proverbs 31 woman and the Titus 2 verse 3 through 5 woman, hospitality is emphasized as a key characteristics of an ideal woman. The Proverbs 31 woman is described as one who opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy, Proverbs 31 and 20. While Titus verse 2, 3 through 5 instructs the older woman to teach the younger woman to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands. That the word of God may not be reviled or blasphemed. Hospitality is also emphasized in other parts of the scripture. In Hebrews verse 13 and 2, we are Reminded to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some have entertained angels without knowing it. In 1 Peter verse 4 and 9, we are instructed to show hospitality to one another without grumbling. To cultivate the virtue of hospitality, we must seek to cultivate a heart of kindness, generosity, and love toward others. We must be willing to welcome and provide for the needs of others, particularly strangers and guests. We must also seek to find characters of God in the interactions with others, demonstrate his love and grace and mercy to all. Practical ways to cultivate the virtue of hospitality includes inviting others to your home and lives, sharing meals and resources with others, volunteering in the communities, and practicing acts of kindness and generosity toward those in need. We, also, we can also seek to cultivate our hearts, cultivate a heart of gratitude and thankfulness, recognizing the blessing that God has given us and sharing them with others. Ultimately, the virtue of hospitality is essential for demonstrating God's love and grace to others and for building strong and healthy relationships with those around us. By cultivating virtues, we can become more efficient in serving others and fulfilling God's purpose for our lives. I want to thank you for tuning in this week, and I'm going to turn it over to my assistant, and I will see you later. Have a good day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. And in this module, module six, we're going to talk about the virtue of love. The virtue of love is central to the believer's faith and is emphasized throughout scripture. Love can be defined as the act of sacrificially giving of oneself for the good of others as demonstrated in the sacrificial love of Jesus Christ on the cross. 
In the context of Proverbs 31 and Titus 2 and 3 through 5, verse 3 through 5, love is emphasized as a key characteristic of the ideal woman. The Proverbs 31 woman is described as one who speaks wisdom with faithful instructions and who is respected by her husband and her children. That's Proverbs 31, verse 26 through 28. This, is indica- this indicates that her love is demonstrated through her words and actions and that is rooted in desire to serve and honor God. In addition to serving her family, the Proverbs 31 woman is also known for her compassion toward the poor and the needy. That's Proverbs 31 and 20. This demonstrates her love for others and particularly those who are in need. To cultivate the virtue of love, we must seek to cultivate a heart of compassion, kindness, and selflessness toward others. We must be willing to sacrificially give ourselves for the good of others and to reflect the characteristics of God, the character of God, in our, in our interactions with them. Practical ways to cultivate the virtue of love, including serving others through acts of kindness and compassion, showing forgiveness and grace toward those who wronged us, and sharing the message of God's love and grace with others. Ultimately, the virtue of love is essential for demonstrating the character of our God and for building strong and healthy relationships with those around us. By cultivating this virtue in our own lives, we become more effective in fulfilling God's purpose for our lives and more effective in serving others with the gifts and talents that he has given us. And the place where you begin to show the most love and generate your love is at home, ladies. That's first and foremost, building those relationships with the ones who love you the most and who is going to put just as much effort and interest into you being your best as you should put into them being their best. Until next time, I'll see you in the chat. Hey ladies, and welcome back. And this is module seven. The virtue of self-control is what we will be discussing today. So the virtue of self-control is an important aspect of the believer life and is emphasized throughout scripture. Self-control can be defined as the ability to control one's emotions, actions, thoughts, particularly in the face of temptation or adversity. In the context of the Proverbs 31 and the Titus, I'm sorry, the Proverbs 31 woman and the Titus verse 2, verse 3 through 5, self-control is emphasized as a key characteristic of the ideal woman. The Proverbs 31 woman is described as one who will, who is clothed with strength and dignity and who speaks with wisdom and faithful instructions. That's Proverbs 31, verse 25 and 26. This indicates that her self-control is demonstrated through her words and actions, and that is rooted in her desire to honor and serve God. In addition to exercising self-control in her own life, the Proverbs 31 woman is also known for her ability to provide for her family, to manage her household with efficiency and wisdom. This requires disciplined self-control, particularly in the face of challenges and obstacles. To cultivate a virtue of self-control in our own lives, we must seek to cultivate a heart of discipline, focus, and perseverance. We must be willing to resist temptation and to control our thoughts, emotions, desires, and actions, particularly in the face of adversity or difficulties. Practical ways to cultivate 
the virtue of self-control includes practicing discipline in our day routine, resisting temptations and controlling our thoughts, seeking accountability and support. Ultimately, the virtue of self-control is essential for demonstrating the character a the characteristic of God and for living a life that is pleasing to him. By cultivating the virtue in your own in our own lives, we can become more efficient in fulfilling God's purpose for our lives and more effective in serving others with the gifts and talents that he has given us. Ladies, it is very important for us to build ourselves up both mentally, physically, so that we can accept the virtues, the virtuous responsibilities that we have. And everything in life is, is, is difficult sometimes for us to deal with. But what we have to remember is that we're not going to lay down and die. We're going to keep moving. We're going to keep building. And we're going to keep trying. Because laying down and dying is not optional. Giving up is not optional. Turning in a towel is not optional. The only thing that you can do is just accept what it is and continue on in your journey. Until next time, ladies, I will see you in the chat. Hey everybody and welcome back and this is module 8 and in this module we will be discussing the virtue of humility. The virtue of humility is an essential aspect of the believer's life and is emphasized throughout scripture. Humility can be defined as modest or a humble view of oneself or importance or status and a willingness to put the needs of others before our own. In the context of the Proverbs 31 woman and the Titus verse 2, verse 3 through 5, humility is emphasized as a key characteristics of the ideal woman. The Proverbs 31 woman is described as one who speaks with wisdom and faithful instructions, Proverbs verse 31 through 26, indicating that her humility is demonstrated through her words and actions and that it is rooted in a desire to honor and serve God. In addition to exercising humility in our own lives, we must seek to cultivate a heart of humility toward others. We must be willing to put the needs of others before our own desires and to demonstrate compassion and kindness toward those who are in need. To cultivate the virtue of humility in our own lives, we can seek to cultivate a heart of gratitude, serve others with a humble heart, Seek guidance and directions from God. Ultimately, the virtue of humility is essential for demonstrating the character of God, the character of God, or a God-like character, and living a life that is pleasing to Him. By cultivating the virtue in our own lives and relationships, we can become more effective in fulfilling God's purpose for our lives and more effective in serving the gifts and talents that he has given us. Until next time, ladies, thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll see you in the chat. Hey, ladies, and welcome back. And in this module, Module 9, we will be discussing the virtue of praise. The virtue of praise is an essential aspect of the believer's life and is emphasized throughout the scripture. Praise can be defined as expressing our admiration and gratitude and love and is a key component of our relationship with him. 
In the context of Proverbs 31 and Titus verse 2, I'm sorry, chapter 2, verse 3 through 5, praise is emphasized as a key characteristic of the ideal woman. The Proverbs 31 woman is described as one who speaks with wisdom and faithful instructions, Proverbs 31 and 26, indicating that her presence is rooted in the desire to honor and serve God. In addition to expressing praise to God, we must also seek to cultivate a heart of praise toward others. We must be willing to express gratitude and admiration toward those who have blessed our lives to demonstrate compassion and kindness toward those who are in need, to cultivate a virtue praise in our own lives. We can seek to cultivate a heart of gratitude, seek opportunities to praise others, spend time in prayer and worship, share our testimonies. Ultimately, the virtue of praise remind us of the importance of expressing our admiration and gratitude and love for God and for others. By cultivating this virtue in our own lives and relationships, we can become more effective in fulfilling God's purpose for our lives and more effective in building strong, healthy relationships with those around us. Until next time, ladies, thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you in the chat. All right, so congratulations. You made it to the final module. And in the final module, we just basically cover a numerous uh, variety of topics that I want to bring out to you to help continue your growth and development for the program. So in module 10, we will be discussing the following topics, celebrating God's work in our lives and com committing to continue growth and transformation, which is definitely what I want you to continue your growth and continue to find who you are and become a better a better version of yourself. Um, we will also be discussing prioritizing time with God because that is very important and you cultivating your virtuous, you know, the virtuous sculpture of the woman that you are to become. Um, we also want to discuss finances, health and wellness. We're also going to discuss marriage and family and service outreach about helping women in your area and being that light when you are allowed to or have time to. We're also going to discuss personal growth and development because this is just the beginning in your journey. We have a lot of undoing that we have to do and we can get this done and do it together. And I appreciate your time and I appreciate your trust in me and just with the tools that you have learned in this course, apply them regularly. And when you do feel like you're ready to pop off, you know, just reserve yourself and remember your training. And remember that God is always watching you. And a true daughter, she cares about what God thinks about her. That's your number one priority all the time is to be pleasing unto God. And before you do anything, you think, what would my father think if I was to say this? Or what would my father think if I was to do this? If you put that question in your mind first, you will stay on track. Until next time, ladies, I'll see you in the chat. So at this time, thank you so much for tuning in to a brief overview of the Becoming a Virtuous Woman course. If you are ready to unlock your full potential and become the virtuous woman you were meant to be, 
Sign up for our Becoming a Virtuous Woman course today at www.nicolearcher.com with engaging video lessons, group chats, practical exercises, and expert advice and guidance. You will learn how to cultivate the important virtues in lightfulness, wisdom, generosity, and kindness, and discover how to apply these lessons in your daily life. This is your chance to take control of your life and discover your true purpose and make a positive impact on the world around you. Don't wait. Sign up today and join us on this great journey toward becoming the woman God has created you to be.